Yo, what is going on, beautiful people? Welcome back to another episode of the Respect the Game podcast. My name is Edward. Great decision by my mother, naming me after my father, a real true OG. Shout out to my grandmother, too. Uh, please, as always, start what you're doing. And even if you have already and you are a returning listener, just uh, send at EmacStacks, uh, whether it's Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram. Just send that to somebody so they can make sure that they're following at EmacStacks for all the up-to-date sports uh, coverage, whether that be high school, whether that be college, and uh, most definitely uh, the pros. Um, and now, uh, you know, as we pulling into uh well we're actually here in july definitely uh follow me for all the uh, up-to-date um olympic coverage oh uh, yeah man so that's who i be uh, as always we don't take y'all listening for granted uh in no way shape or form uh whether uh you like the conversation we're having or hate the conversation that we're having uh we promise you when we get done having the conversation nonetheless you will respect it um, uh, I normally would toss it to uh, Sean Hart Izzo, who probably is not going to be with us tonight, but uh, my dog's still breathing, so uh, we'll be back at full strength next week, uh, so that would uh, toss it off to uh, the blackest one. <laughs> and then also the most peaceful, of course. Uh, it's the right. one and only Black Peace, the host with the most that blows the most smoke. Of course, you can check my uh, own personal hip-hop podcast, Talking Smoke, uh, number one in your search. You know, uh, definitely fuck with me on, uh, what is that, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube. Anywhere you just find dope-ass podcasts, you can find your boy at. So once again, it's called Talking Smoke. That's what we're doing, baby. I'm, it's me. I'm talking that smoke. What's going on, everyone? This is Coach Johnson. I am glad to be back for a second week in a row. Uh, I am the husband of Jordan. I am the father of Harper and Deuce. I am here to bring the controversy and to help reason out your ideas a little bit better and to help you think just a little bit differently. Good afternoon, beautiful people. I am the one and only Sedacious Xavier Miles, and on behalf of me and my brother, I want to say thank you so much for tuning in and always listening. We really appreciate it. We don't take it for granted, and that's no bullshit. I know I say that every week, but it's because it really comes from the heart, man. We wouldn't be doing this without y'all. So take it away, Edward. Yo, man, uh, we're going to kick it off to uh, Coach Johnson. Coach Johnson, uh, I know we got uh, the conversation was getting good before we started the podcast, so we had to make sure that we saved it for the audience. Coach Johnson, uh, what did you respect or not respect this week? So I'm going to start with a, a high note, uh, something that I respected. I uh, Everyone knows that whenever I come in here, I talk about basically everything, any and everything except for music. But... Uh, I, this past weekend, I finally heard, I know I'm like two, three years late, Kanye West Sunday service. And I've been playing it for the last four days and it has blessed my soul. I highly respect it this week. It was, uh, every, every song, every performance that I watched, amazing, 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 amazing. Uh, it's funny. I showed my wife and she thought it was a joke. I was like, no, 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 it's serious. And, uh, then after a while, she got into it, and she started telling people, hey, have you heard? And they're like, yeah, we've been heard about that. And so, uh, you know, but, uh, yeah, so so it's 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 amazing. So, yeah, that's that's what I respect. So I know, I know, talking to Smoke, uh, Darnell, Black Peace, I know we wanted to get into uh, Kanye's history with gospel music. I mean, uh, one thing he's uh, 
what is it, Chicago mama's boy that went to church pretty much every Sunday, man. Uh, he doesn't deny it. And I feel like in his first three albums, was it first one was a uh, college dropout? Yeah. Like I say, at least a third of that album was definitely gospel-esque, if not gospel. You know, he has Jesus Walks. He has a couple of songs where it's like talk, talking about his family. And when he's talking about his family, he gets more of that gospel aura. As, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Live, can you uh, unmute for a second and enlighten me with that uh, that uh, vocabulary you dropped on me real quick? What you mean? What did I say? The category of music that you would consider early Kanye oh, because it's definitely not uh, middle. <laughs> say it again? Contemporary. Contemporary, exactly. I do admit he definitely does enough to where it is definitely considered hip-hop, but it, it, it definitely doesn't far too, it doesn't go away too away from uh, gospel music for sure. Um, he's always keeping, he's always talked about his connection with God, whether it be good or bad. It uh -huh. just so happens that, you know, as he's made his, his connection with God closer as of late, is just, you know, he's found his way to, to get straight gospel and to be comfortable with straight gospel. Yeah. And to, you know, honestly, I feel like he kind of, nah, I ain't going to say that. I can't even say he, he uh, found his way to get there, but he took advantage of an opportunity of being able to, you know, be able to do his gospel now, full blown. I feel like he always kind of wanted to, but he, he know how things work. So he had to like find that point of like, I'm comfortable, I can do this music now and it's gonna be good. And that's exactly what it was. Like I listened to that album one time and honestly, that's all it took. And I've, I've been keeping an eye on his uh, Sunday performances. And I mean, it, it's been uh, it's, it's been pretty can I, enlightening. Can I add something? Yeah. Go ahead. Christian. I'm, I'm gonna make it simple and plain for you. You embody who Kanye is, bro. That's why you appreciate it. You, you embody niggas who loved Kanye. First three albums, look at Kanye with that MAGA hat on, like this nigga tripping. What's wrong with him? But then Christian would be like, No, no, he ain't tripping. I'm, I'm right there with him. I, I fuck with him. And then Kanye would come off that, come off that MAGA shit. Be like, Yeah, no, nah, I, I was crazy. I was going crazy. But you niggas need to get yeah. it together. And so that's that's what you are. You're like, yo, you know what I'm saying? It's like, hey, I'm not trying to make y'all feel like I'm crazy. I just need you niggas to get it together around me. Because y'all <laughs> driving me crazy. <laughs> y'all driving me nuts. A beautiful, beautiful that's, that's uh, a, comparison. Can I, can I respond to Donnell real quick, though? Because uh, I've I've only listened to maybe five albums all the way through ever in my lifetime. Three of them were Kanye's first three albums. Whenever I go on long drives, a definite album that I'm listening to from start to finish is Late Registration. Yes, you are. Um, I have done this, I have done this since I was in college. Uh, I don't know why Kanye, I've, I've loved those first three albums, right? Uh, but was Kanye West a, uh, a gospel rapper, semi-gospel rapper? No, far from it. Nowhere near it. Not even going to mm. get it. Yeah, Jesus Walks. Yeah, Jesus Walks. And then uh, uh, Spaceships, where the intro is a gospel song that other people sing. But other than that, maybe he alludes to God maybe once or twice in a lyric, not even a, not even the song itself. Uh, yeah, he talks about his family. Uh, Roses on Late Registration is... Mm. My, one of my freaking joints. Oh my god, that's a classic. Uh, but um, uh, I think Kanye, if you ask Kanye himself, he wouldn't even tell you that 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 he he would he would admit, and he pretty much admitted this in some of the performances that he did. 
when he talked about his transformation, uh, that he was uh, a very different person than what he is now. His relationship with God was very different than, than what it is now. And uh, you, can, you can definitely see that. Uh, you can also see, it's funny too, that uh, the music that I love of him, right, uh, when it comes to political messaging, is very, very far left political messaging. Heard him say, it's a very leftist uh, uh, lyrics uh, in there. Uh, uh, but I, I love I love the song. I love I love those albums. A lot of that stuff, you know, the conspiracy stuff that kind of gets into is very leftist, even though I'm a very right-wing guy uh, when it comes to politics. Uh, but those three albums, I love them to death. And so uh, that, that, that might be the only musical talk I can get into you with you, Donnell. Is um hey what's up what's up hey mama <laughs> so, I mean I feel I feel what you're saying but he he does, he gives off that vibe of you shout out that AKK, kid that went to church man. every day <laughs> he gives that he gives off that vibe in every album that he's that kid that went to church every day yeah it's yeah. basically what I'm saying and with that being said it's still gonna rub off to where you can't shake off God that's what I'm basically saying like. Yeah. If you're truly God, even if you're saying this secular stuff, people yeah. are gonna look past that, like myself, and go say, like, Kanye, you, 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 you go to church, bro. Like, and nothing wrong with it. And it, it's not shaming you at all. It just yeah. more of like a, shaming him at all. It's more just like a common fact. It's like people that know me, it's like, I know you may have this and that, but at some point you was raised in that church because it's the way you carry yourself. Yeah. And that's one thing I'm saying, like, even the way he rather the way he carried himself, even being outspoken, that's what a preacher slash pastor does. They're gotcha. very outspoken. So it's like, it may not have been exactly like, oh, I'm preaching the gospel, but his swagger, his demeanor was very church-esque. And like, when he did that gospel album, I was like, dude, this is another Kanye album. He just been cursed. He didn't get secular. <laughs> like, I don't, I, this is amazing. Even when he does his own, his own with Sunday service, like, this is just Kanye being Kanye. This is not necessarily a big, gigantic leap, in my opinion. This is his, this is him on God, period. This is Kanye on God. This is not a different person which you usually see with other people. This is like, like he just came back. He came back with, with, a, with full throttle back to God. So yeah. that's basically what I'm saying. I'm not saying he was like, oh, every verse was like, you know, just like, oh man, God, this, God, that. It was just like, no, nah, you was raised in that church, bro. We know. <laughs> we I see that. it on you. I get that. And this will be the last thing we can move on. Uh, but uh, your comment of saying is it's just it's Kanye just with God. I thought about that when I was listening to a few of his songs where he sampled a bunch of other stuff and just made it gospel music, right? Like uh, uh, Overjoyed from uh, Stevie Wonder, and he made it into a gospel song. Say My Name from Desi's Child made it into a gospel song. Uh, uh, Ballin' uh, with Roddy Witch made it into a gospel song. I was like, man, this is Kanye, like... Uh, this is this is Kanye. And like oh God. <laughs> yeah. And there's nothing uh, wrong with that. It's not like a dab at, at, at Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 that's no. Kanye on God. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, so it was good. Uh Edward, you want to give me want me to get into my disrespect? Yep. No, the thing that I did not respect this weekend, everybody knows it was Fourth of July. It was the uh uh our annual celebration of the uh birth of uh America. And uh, there's uh, lately been a lot of hate on the day. And so I am disrespecting that. I do not have any respect for that. Uh, but here's, here's, my, here's my advice to those who are opposed to the 4th of July, uh, opposed to Independence Day, opposed to the founding of, of our nation. My advice to you, do not concede patriotism 
to the side that you disagree with. Even you can think whatever you want to think about America. You can you can look at America and you can you can look at this narrative of America and you say, hey, America is not all that it's cracked up to be. Okay, that's fine, right? You're, it's a free country. You can think what you want to think. As as someone who wants to see us be as great as we possibly can, right? And I think that the, the best way to do that is by having as many voices at the table as possible. I do not want to concede patriotism only to MAGA folk, okay? If the only people who, who are, who are uh, celebrating the 4th of July, who have flags uh, outside their house or on the back of their truck are MAGA people, then something is going wrong. All of us who are here need to accept patriotism. A part of being a patriot uh, is, you know, critiquing the country, but, but bringing out the best in it. So do, every year, do not come out with the, oh, this is not my 4th of July. It is your 4th of July. We're here. We have a, we, our ancestors built this. This is our nation, too. Every, every war that we've been in, we have fought. We have, we have bled. The first person to die for this country was a black person. So... This is ours. Let's celebrate it. Let's be a part of it. Even if you disagree with some things that are happening, do not concede patriotism to the other side. That's all I got. Right on. All right. Christian. Christian. <laughs> so, I agree. Uh, black people, get the fuck over yourself. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. Like, <laughs> God damn, y'all find every fucking way to be a victim. I'm so tired of it. Um, like, fucking put your big boy pants on or something. Like, I'm tired of this shit, bro. Like, I really am. Like, y'all do this shit so much, bro, that we don't have room to highlight when we are really being oppressed or we are really being discriminated against, bro. Like, how long have we been having 4th of July's? How long have we been having 4th of July's? Y'all didn't do shit on Juneteenth. Y'all sat on Juneteenth. And then when it came to 4th of July, it's like, oh, 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 like, no, no, no. Juneteenth, they made it a national holiday. You know what I'm saying? Even though it's only for Texas motherfuckers. They gave it to everybody, right? They gave it to you. You had time, party, Kool-Aid, watermelon. Even though you ain't go through shit, you ain't go through five years of extra slavery. They gave it to you, cool. But when it comes to Fourth of July, let these white people have their fun, man. You supposed to, in, you supposed to like get into the fun with them, not be like, oh, see, you over there having fun on Fourth of July? You're racist. Like, come on, man. Like, the shit <laughs> is getting, it's getting exhausting, bro. It really is. And like, I'm the realest nigga I know. So any nigga think that he a real nigga, he's too hood, he's too thuggish, he's too any of that, bro. Come talk to me, and I will show you just how fucking ignorant you are, bro. Like. This shit is like really getting like, woo, bro, like to have to like, cause y'all ain't doing shit, but giving Christian more ammo to come fuck with me. And I'm tired of it, bro. I'm really tired of it. That's it. That's my take. I'm done. Like, come on, man. Get over yourself. Fuck. Either be the change or shut the fuck up and stay out of the way. That's how I feel. Either be the change, be the example. All I'm doing is you're, you're allowing, you're making black people have to be counterproductive and counterintuitive. We have to put our brain and our actions on shit that does, that matters not to our process moving forward, our onward and upward. 
If you are not aiding in the onward or upward of black people, shut the motherfuck up. Thank you. <laughs> Where is Shine Hart is that when you need some controversy? <laughs> I'm gonna kind of level out the, I guess, level out the, uh, yeah, go ahead. The, go the ahead. mood, Please. just the Please. mood, Please. more of the mood. You know, I'm not here to agree or disagree, but I just feel like I understand the people, but at this point, but at this point, it's like we want change. And at the end of the day, whether it's the change we want, we got change. Things have been done. We're moving forward, presidential. Uh, whether it be justice, whether no matter what it is, things are actually getting figured out. And at the end of the day, that's showing what America truly is. It's showing our perseverance, the things that we have come from and still be able to prevail from. And at the end of the day, whether it's something recent or not, us trying to move forward and trying to make positive moves to make us be more patriotic of this country, whether we like it or not. It's, yes, we've been through hard times, recent and in the past. You know, but at the end of the day, it's like, the fact that we're still able to try to make move forward should be enough of, you know, to get to, to make you want to say, I love this country. It may hurt us, but at the end of the day, we still love this country. And if we do have to realize that some countries, of me saying what I'm saying, I will get beheaded the next moment, you know, I step out of this room. You know what I'm saying? And it's, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, it, it's, it's a tough thing. All right. All right. And, let's stay. Let, let's stay. I'm oh, sorry. But we gotta, we gotta love where we're from. I mean, but All basically, right. we just gotta love where we're from, man. We basically gotta just accept the fact that we're moving forward. Sorry, I got a so, little dark, but yeah. No, no, <laughs> no, no, no. So sometimes you gotta go through the dark to get to the light. So the firecrackers <laughs> popping again. They popping firecrackers in that ladder, y'all. So that's why Elvin keep moving. <laughs> <laughs> He lived where the niggas live, clearly. <laughs> Wondering why, like, what's going on? <laughs> they said was was like, for a whole week. <laughs> yeah, but, but like he was saying, man, just, you know, I, I agree with both my brothers here, man. Like, we got to move forward. And at the end of the day, with no matter what the pace is, forward is forward. Now, I when things to, get I'm... ugly, when things get more bad, you know, I mean, we can deal with it when it comes to it. But, yeah. Go ahead, Edward. So let me try to cut in for the firecracker start back up. Right. So normally sedations in these situations, you play like devil's advocate or you speak for the people or the voice that isn't necessarily on this podcast, right? So like obviously the yin and the yang of the podcast is like Christian and Isaac. So I obviously Sean Hart Izzo not gonna be on tonight. And I'm not speaking for Sean Hart Izzo. Right, but you're uh, coming from that angle. We feel you. But I'm, I'm, com I'm, com I'm coming from a, an angle that may reside in, like, the Sean Hart Izzo fan base, right? Oh, no, and these, yes, sir. And these topics, right? And so, the devil um, advocate people, I feel you. Even more so devil advocate people, because I don't want to put words in Sean Hart Izzo uh, mouth. Uh, so, Black Peace, yo, we live in America. Like, yo, don't you understand that, like, we could be beheaded in some countries for what we are doing or what we're saying, right? What do you say to that person, that devil advocate person who says or makes the comparison of being beheaded to being killed in the street due to police brutality? That's law. Yeah. And it's straight like that, because that's their law. It's nothing about a decision or someone being yeah. old enough to do it. It's straight yeah. law over there. So it's just... 
think our laws are fucked up. Sometimes we, you know, we, you know, it's some things we got to deal with, but at the end of the day, we're willing to deal with them. We got to accept that, you know? This is America. We're looking for the number one asshole on the board. It's such a law. That's it. As well, as well, Edward, as well, I, I would say to that too. In these other countries, when someone is beheaded for saying something like what we're saying, right? Uh, or, or, or something like that. There, there is not a nationwide protest against those beheadings. There's not, there's not uh, a call of action from the highest uh, elites in the country against, against those actions. Yeah, he's, he's reacting to the basketball game, you know. That's, yeah. Of course, right. of course. Uh, I, don't li- I don't like it because so, it's so behind me. That's, that's the difference between other countries and America. When when something like when something uh, grotesque or something that that is uh, a uh, uh, un, that, is, that is immoral uh, that is uh, you know that's a human violation in this country uh, the uh, a significant portion of the country does not take that they don't sit down they 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 don't they don't they're not quiet about it right uh, they they try to they try to move heaven and earth to make sure everyone knows that that's not okay. And so, um, and, and also too, even the people that are protested against, they sit there and protect the right for the people who are protesting against them to protest. That happens here. It doesn't happen anywhere else. Right. The police actually pro- protect you while you protest against them. Yeah. That's what happens. It's been muddy waters. Don't get me wrong. But the overall idea is to, you know, move forward. So, oh, I, was, so I, I, I honestly felt that exact way about this whole the whole day. I was kind of thinking by myself, like, do I go negative? How do I feel? Do I think about the past? And it's like, bro, we're moving forward, bro. Like, shit, Juneteenth, presidential, you know, presidential elections, you know? What would kill me, bro, is that niggas be so hurt. Bro, I walked outside. All of Houston looked like niggas was smoking everywhere. All of Houston. I'm like, I couldn't see street signs because it was so fucking smoky. And I'm like, y'all so mad, but having a gay old time out here in the streets popping these fucking fireworks. <laughs> y'all, y'all so, y'all, y'all so impressed. But y'all just pop, 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 pop. I like, wanna, oh my God, black people I want, confusing. I want to, uh, I want to move on into, I guess, another hot topic within the black community. Uh, talking about Shakira Richardson. All right. Uh, so, um. I think. Started on that. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, man. So, um, if you choose from this moment forward, uh, with all uh, for four of us and Sean Hart is a uh, in spirit now that he's dead. Um, on this podcast, if you choose to continuously be a fan and return next week. I ask of all of y'all out there on the behalf of all my brothers is to no longer allow yourself to be subject to the limited information. And I don't even think at this point that we should call it information, but do not limit yourself to the limited screen and snapshots of social media that can be cultivated into being called information. All right. So, um, Shakira Richardson, uh, 21 years old. Shakira Richardson, 21 years old. 
uh, in the Olympic trials. She came in number one in the 100 meter dash. She obviously historic moment, a uh, big moment, got love from everybody across the world. Michelle Obama um, had the, uh, the very emotional moment talking about the recent passing of a biological mother after that race. Wins the race. She's off to uh, Tokyo to compete in the Olympics for the United States uh, track team and hopefully bring home gold. Uh, maybe a day or two later, uh, it's been, uh, it got reported, yo, she is not being disqualified from the Olympics. Awarding is important. She is not being disqualified, but she will be suspended for a month. Why? Because there was marijuana found uh, in her system after a drug test. You look out social media. Black Twitter, you will see a lot of the sentiment, and I don't even think uh, it's uh, a reach to say that, but a lot of the sentiment being she's Black. They don't want someone like her, long uh, uh, long weave and long colorful hair with long lashes and tattoos. They don't want someone like her representing the United States because she's Black, because she's Black, and she did this Black, she did that Black, and she did that Black, and that's why they want to counsel her from being able to run in the Olympics. I looked at that and I was just like, all right, let's, let's try to decipher through this information as, you know, as careful as we can, because if you just stop at social media, you will think that there's some racist shit going on in the Olympics right now. Right. Like they like there is racism being pinned against Shakira Richardson, and that's why they don't want to allow her to go to the Olympics. They made up this drug test for crying out loud, right? And before I even continue, I want to say this conversation is not in. I mean, it's about her, but it is in no way casting judgment or any type of opinion about her. If anything, Shakira Richardson admitted to the fact: one, I did smoke weed. The reason I did it is because I was struggling dealing with the recent knowing of my mother who was, who, and that information was given to me by a stranger, a reporter, as I'm trying to do my job and prepare for the Olympics and sit down and be available to the media. A stranger of a reporter told me my mother just passed. I don't know this guy from a can of paint. He just said, hey, however it went, yeah, you did good, 100 meters qualified for the Olympics, you're going off to Tokyo. <laughs> Um, with all that, how do you feel about your mom being dead now? Oh, no one told her? Oh, I'm sorry. Well, how, yeah, how do you feel about it? All right, so she's going through all this traumatic experience. I dread that day. I hope I get to bury my parents versus them burying me, but I dread the day that that has to come for me, myself, personally. Yo, I'm not perfect. Y'all feel free to be perfect if that's what you want to do. I knew the consequences of my actions and I still chose to do what I wanted to do. This is Shakira Richardson, a 21 year old young adult who was willing to do what most of y'all want when y'all fuck up in life and throw rocks at a glass house and try to hide your hands. She has stood in the midst of her own responsibility and said, yo, I'm gonna take that. I'm going through some things right now and it is what it is. She hasn't asked for nobody's sympathy. She hasn't asked for black people, white people, purple people, green people to support her in no way, shape, or form. And she said it's been about racism that the drug test came up. Again, she admitted, yo, I fired up the blunt. My mama just passed. I'm fucked up right now. Not her words, but, you know, I'm Ebonics, you know. <laughs> I'm messed up right now. Of course. This is what this is what I had to do to try to mentally prepare myself for this uh for this Olympic trial. 
one may even argue, I've never smoked weed before, but one may even argue, yo, if she came to the Olympic trials high, that is a great accomplishment by herself that she smoked everybody. No pun intended. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But again, <laughs> again, this conversation being about the black community, like why do why do we try to why, why do y'all think that conversation immediately went to it's it's because she's racist considering the fact like they didn't randomly say hey we don't like you you want it you look suspicious or we don't like your image let's drug test you this happens to the top three uh finishers in any olympic trial you get drug tested point blank period again whether you're black white green or purple you get drug tested if you finish in the top three. Like, that's just a part of the standard situation. Like, nobody's exempt from that. And uh, and so, yeah, so uh, today, and again, it wasn't that she was banned. It wasn't that she was suspended. She, well, she was suspended, but it's not that she was disqualified. So with her suspension, it was four months. Uh, the exact day that she had got suspended after the run was July 19th. So from that time, uh, her finishing it for the 100 meter dash, like that was voided, found uh, marijuana, weed, and her drug test. And had she decided to come back after the suspension, that would have still given her the opportunity to compete uh, in the four by one relay. And so it came out today, uh, the uh, U.S. Uh, Olympic uh, track team roster came out today, uh, the official roster, and Shakira was not on that list. Now, is that a situation of like, well, they just didn't want her or whatever the case may be? The way it works is the uh, top four finishers of like that, whatever country's team and like the individual races automatically secure like the four spots and like the four by one or whatever relay. Then you have two alternates or, or whatever that the actual uh, Olympic relay coach gets to pick, and uh, and they chose you know they chose not to uh, pick uh, Shakiri Richardson, picking other people who had you know who were on the team who didn't necessarily fall subject to you know failing a drug test, which is absolutely fine. So I said all that to preference people. Like again, if you if you just leave it up to social media, you would think. She got disqualified because the color of her skin, which is absolutely not the case. For some reason, I don't understand why we always go there. And I know, I think on the opposite side of that, I think, I don't know where, where the fear lies, but I feel like if we don't acknowledge that it could be racism, people will feel like the black, what's as black people will forget about racism altogether. Um, I don't think that's the case. <laughs> I see you black people. I don't think that's the case. But I just, I just think, I think it's a very toxic way of like looking at things, uh, or for who, for whoever doesn't really go out, go out there and do their own research. Um, so, so yeah, man. <laughs> y'all take from that with y'all take it away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all I gotta say is, uh, uh, I mean, I, 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 well, we, we've talked, uh, we, we've been talking for a while, even before we had this podcast, and you would hear my rant on, you know, how uh, frustrated I was with uh, Black folks and, uh, and stuff like that. And, and, uh, and so, you know, I would share all, all of my, all of my thoughts and my reasoning behind it. And you would just listen and be like, hmm, okay. You know, you would just let me have it. And, you know, you wouldn't, <laughs> wouldn't come back, but, hmm. 
you know, uh, don't say that nowhere else because they won't call you a coon. This you don't. <laughs> and so, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not sure if I'm making it fashionable uh, to, you know, to, to, to speak this way, but it's, uh, 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 I don't know. It's, it's, it's nice to not feel alone anymore, but, uh, <laughs> but uh, I can't continue on without uh, doing my, uh, my Stephen A. Smith. Get off to me. <laughs> uh, uh, but hey, so you you asked you asked why why do black people why do why do we uh why do we do this um thing where we always you know anytime anything happens to a black person oh it's racism it's racism uh there is an idea from uh uh from these psychologists out of Israel uh, called the perpetual in group victimhood orientation uh and basically it's where uh, uh, either someone inside of a group or, or a few people inside of any group uh, have uh, been victimized legitimately at some point, right? And uh, uh, after a while, they never really get over that victimization. And so they always look with uh, trepidation or, or uh, they, they, they don't, they're not trusting of the outgroup, Right. And so anything the outgroup does, they always think that it is with intention to harm the in-group, okay? And now this is not just for black people. This, is ha this happens all over the place. I promise you, I know white MAGA folks who feel this way, okay? Yep. I, I, in the Republican groups that I'm in, there's so, January 6th was, a, was this, okay? Uh, but <clears throat> uh, so what I think that this is, is a part of, of, of that, uh, of what they're talking about, uh, uh, the the in-group uh, victimhood orientation, uh, because for some reason, always, anytime anything happens, you know, there, there can never be a legitimate reason why why something why something bad might happen to uh, someone who's black. Uh, it's always always oh, it's, it's racism. It's, it's the group doing it because because they're black. Da da da. Uh, it's always some nefarious reason, and the black person is never never at fault. Uh, so uh, I think that that's something that that psychologists here in America need to look at and try to see, hey, is that a thing and how can we get over that? Uh, but I don't think that anyone will risk their tenured position at a university for, for that study, so. No. And so, look, before y'all go, uh, or so, uh, Darnell, so, right, so to, you know, what I just said and what Christian just said, <laughs> one of the comments I had seen out there um, was that I guess a reason uh stand stand with Shakira Richardson, you know, support her, da 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 da. Like I seen a few comments out there, it's like, oh, y'all is black people, y'all don't understand like not correcting your own kind in front of company, right? And so I was just like, um, I I I see the sentiment and like that take, but like when like when do we actually do it then? You know, I'm like like <laughs> never. You know what I'm saying? Never do it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Never because like like because like imagine like and again, thank you, Shakira Richardson, for accepting the consequences. I granted the the circumstances you were under that led you to do that. I understand. Can't nobody tell you how to deal with the grief of losing your parent. Point blank. Period. Uh, it obviously then like the argument goes to like, oh man, it's just weed or whatever. Like that should be 
that should be adjusted in some way, shape, or form. And then you have people like, like for me, like I, I kind of felt like, like I understood why she did it, and I was sympathetic to that. But like at the same time, like understanding like where she at, and you could even argue, you could if you want to have that argument. Oh, she was white, da 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 da, and like, yo, like. I ain't with Sean Hart is always on here because he commented uh, he commented under a post that I seen from like Sports Center and like there's this argument like if you're black and you subscribe to rules or rules off with your head <laughs> and, and I'm just like I'm just like so I can't really be black if I feel like rules or rules and have we standard are... and structure i can't have standard and structure be a part of my life and be black too that's what you're saying hey listen our ancestors have been telling us our whole lives that we have to work double the amount to get half of what they get and she gonna just smoke weed hell no she took it like a champ then she went and sat down. For you to be still mad about it, now we on your ass now. <laughs> now we on your ass. And here's the thing, too, right? Considering all that she's gone through mentally, if think about this. If she was distraught as she was to think, she carried. No, your mama just passed, boo. Her talking to herself. You spark up this L. At 22. <laughs> If you if you smoke this weed right now, it may cost you going to Tokyo. It's gonna have to be what it's gonna be. What makes you even think at that point she care about Tokyo? Yeah, she might not. I mean, also, <laughs> I mean, I mean, man, you know, uh, she didn't. No, this is the first time I said if I get caught. Yeah, this is, this is actually the first time because I, I haven't been following it. Yet. Like like y'all y'all know, I've been in my little my little hole, so I really don't know what's going on above the surface, but. Uh, the, the fact the fact that you know she she had this high moment that she was going after and then immediately afterwards she hears about her mom from somebody just trying to ask her a question trying to get a trying to get a gotcha right uh and we've talked about reporters on the show before uh so you know uh i can see how somebody anyone but especially a 21 year old especially 21, a 21 year old who who, you know, probably, probably her mom was the one taking her to her track meets when she was younger. Probably her mom was the one who maybe made her stay out uh, after practice a few times and say, hey, that practice wasn't good enough. Probably her mom who didn't let her go out and play who, or, or who didn't let her run at one of her meets because she didn't do her homework. There's probably, you know, something along the way that, hey, I wouldn't have got here you know, without her, and now I can't celebrate with her, and I find out from this fool. <laughs> right? You know, that's 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 hard to take. So we can understand why she would go do that, and then also too, her her having the attitude, hey, I'm only 21. I probably would go there and win the gold. Uh, I'll be 25 at the next rounds. I'll be eligible for the world of, I think, is it called the World Championships? It's something in between. Oh, I'll be eligible for the Worlds next year. My name is out there. People know me. F it. I'll take my chances. Because this, this, is, this, is this is what I got and this is what I know. Yeah. So I get that. But also, too, her, her taking the responsibility, hey, look, consequences, Black folks, consequences, or actions do have consequences. They do. 
she was rewarded for many actions that 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 she took prior to that by by winning by winning uh uh uh, spot onto the, the team, um, being decided to probably win a gold uh, at 21. She 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 understands that there are consequences and rewards for actions, and so she understood that she moved on. She probably trained again for the for 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 the next. Already, you know what I'm saying. Already, she, uh, and and again, this isn't if there there this isn't about picking get her or why did she do this we yeah. understand and we support we're why she did not, this is about everybody else who's making everybody everybody that's on the bandwagon oh let's support her let's support her let's support her let's let her run no let's learn from her everybody who's trying to bandwagon to come out and protest against the olympic committee and protest against the u.s uh, team uh, and all this stuff no let's not get behind her let's learn from her she understands that actions have consequences and rewards. We must learn that. And we must we must learn that, hey, we gotta we gotta go with it. Go ahead, go ahead, brother. So back to what I was saying earlier. So this is this is the problem that I have with black people, bro, is that you know what I'm saying? This is not the time. She was not the time to get upset. It's some other stories that's going on with the Olympics that yeah, we need to we need to visit this shit. You know what I mean? But we waste time, guys, when we're arguing shit that we really have no business arguing. And it's like, and then I'm going to sit back like, like, this is, for example, I'm white. I'm going to be like, okay, so you niggas just mad all the time then because <laughs> you mad when she fuck up and you mad when we fuck up. So y'all niggas just mad all the time, but like, we can't really do anything. <laughs> we just going to be racist fuck forever. And it's just like, fuck it. Fuck y'all having to put in work for us to see y'all in a different light. Yeah, just be mad and allow us to just look at y'all mad as fuck about the wrong shit. And then when y'all mad for the right shit, you cry wolf of the you cry wolf 355 times already. Fuck y'all being mad. That's what yeah. happens. Now when we get well, now we get on these other conversations about these women and their testosterone. No, y'all wanna stay stuck on this girl smoking weed, bro. Like and she already was like. I'm good. Fuck it. Yeah, smoke weed. My mom died. Suck my dick. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> what well, we look like trying to fight a fight? There are women in the Olympics. There's only one fight to fight, and that's the legalized sports. Period. Who can say suck it, and there will be something there to suck. There are some women. I don't know if that want to talk. Hey, about. you know, can you go there? Because I'm not. I'm not up on that. That part. Before we talk about Brianna, yeah, so I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know how much about it, but I do know that that uh, there is. I don't know if the person is for the U.S. or or. Uh, no, no, no. They're from another country. They're from another country. Okay, but uh, the Olympics is allowing a transgender woman, so somebody who was born a male, who has transitioned to female status, uh, to compete in the Olympics as a woman. Uh, is it is it Laurel Hubbard? I guess so. Is it? Yep. Yeah. 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 So, uh, so, you know, you have uh, one woman uh, who's not able to compete because of a technicality and another person that is able to compete as a woman uh, without regard for a technicality. From New Zealand. She's from New Zealand. New Zealand, yeah. Just to add, there are two women who have too high testosterone count. And so the Olympics is making them take supplements to knock out some of their testosterone. 
for them to be able to compete. You want what the fuck did he want? I was like, what? What? Well, we you want God put this in me. What are you talking about? Well, when you put it that way, sedacious, that's your carry play. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, they told um, these two girls to go take some drugs, knock out some of that testosterone, then come retest, and then maybe you'll be in the testosterone levels the way you compete with the rest of these ladies. That's some bullshit. I ain't gonna lie to you. That's some bullshit, and it makes me feel like, well, why the hell she carry can't run? Let her run track. <laughs> are they are they doing weightlifting? All of them? Uh, I only I don't I only know about the law. Is it is it two women sedacious that uh having to take hormonal? I don't know who the other chick is. I just have this uh this Laurel Hubbard. Hey, hey, can we can we call them trans women so people understand that that's what we're talking about? Oh, they're trans. Yeah, I don't want to mess up the terminology. <laughs> trans woman, that's the correct okay, terminology. Hey, they're, they're they're trans people because I, I just I just was uh was schooled on it could be either or so they're trans people. And if we mess up anything, it is not out of disrespect in no way, shape, or form. Yeah, we're just new to this. We're new to this, so instead of criticizing us or bashing us, if we're wrong about something, also too, also too, embrace us and, uh, and educate us. We're, we're not, we're not making a uh, a judgment on the lifestyle itself, right? Uh, I don't think any of us are doing that. We are, um, at least I am. I can't speak for other brothers on the on the call on the on the pod. Well, but, uh, I am questioning uh, the validity of allowing them to compete uh, against uh, natural born women uh, uh, in the sports arena. Uh, and so, yes, I, I am questioning that. No, no, I'm not questioning it. I'm gonna go a step further and I don't give a fuck. That shit ain't right, bro. You know what I mean? Like, it's just some things like, it's just some things like, we'll, we'll give y'all everything. And it's just like, okay, come and talk to me about that because my daughter, who's been working her whole fucking life, mm -hmm. is essentially, technically, or not technically, whatever the fuck, I don't know what's politically correct right here, <laughs> so y'all audience input what's correct right here, has to go up against what used to be a man, you know, what's, you know, not a man anymore, but like, and you got house like a man, you got pecs like a man. You got biceps like a man. Your testosterone levels are like a man. And like, and like, I don't know what documentation goes into like the medical paperwork to say like, okay, based off whatever XYZ chromosome levels, like you're considered to be, can be able to compete as a woman. But like, who's to say like, how long have you quote unquote been transgender? You know what I'm saying? Like, are you competing against other women and you only technically been a transgender woman for like the last year or so? Like, you know what I'm saying? Don't get me wrong. The fact that you are competing with Olympians says a lot, but you can't say that you ain't got that extra. Uh. Yeah, you do. yeah. Um, so uh, I think the the Olympic Committee does have a they do have a standard on that, Edward. That's why they're making the uh, the other two people uh, take something to lower their testosterone level because they're they're not allowing. Uh, so they they've come up with with some formula that that would try to make it as fair as possible. In their in their eyes, 
So I, I do I do know that much. <clears throat> All right. But I wanna know is uh just just well now nah, let's open up another wormhole with somebody that long. Unless I get the grace to. Go ahead, brother. I mean, my opinion, which is like a certain portion of people that are actually getting out uh outspoken by the um color throwing people is the fact that why is a drug that doesn't harm you and is legal and I believe about 13 to 18 US states and in certain countries around the world being technically shamed at this point with something that technically doesn't even affect your actual uh your actual sport. It's been people have been plenty of people. Uh who is it? Uh, Matt Barnes, um who is it? Uh Michael Phelps. Who else? Uh, Steven Jackson, Le'Veon Bell, plenty of these, Ricky Williams. Ricky Williams even got to a point where, he, real quick, he even got to a certain point where he smoked, retired, came back and proved that it has that does not affect his body or the way he performs as an athlete. To show you, I took a whole break break and came to play on professional level. I did not get a championship, but I still competed at a, champ at, at a starting level, which some players can't even reach to the starting level at running back. So it is one of the things where it just baffles me to where it's like, you know, yeah, I get at one point it wasn't illegal substance around the world, but at this point, things are moving forward. This is something that's, you know, shouldn't even be bothered, in my opinion. Like 18 states and the fact that she did it in a legal state, that's where I feel like the loophole should come into clause. Not just for her. Christ, it could have been an Asian girl. Asian, white, black, like you said, purple, green. Anyway, who it could have been is the fact that, dude, ain't like forward. <laughs> Life is moving forward. We can't keep trying to go back if we're trying to move forward. So that's how I feel about it. You know, I, I don't care about her being black, white, whatever. It could be anybody. I was going to be up to here with it. <laughs> can I add to your point? And, and thank you for that, Darnell. That's why you black peace. Because you, you invoke a certain thought. Why is it that she is in a state where it is legal for her to use this as a coping mechanism. It's, it's, it's literally medicine at this point in this state. And it, this is the tip. This it's, is, it's as, I'm sorry to interrupt, but it is listed as depression. Huh? It's listed as what? It's, it's in the list of medical reasons for using marijuana. Depression is one of, I'm out. Right, 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 right. So it's, it's, tip, it's pretty much a medicine right here. But this is what Stephen A. Smith wouldn't even be right, bro, because it's like, one, a stranger came up to me to tell me some unsettling news, very unsettling. And two, it's it's the medicine at my corner, like typically at my corner store, but not at a corner store. You got to go wherever you got to go. But it's the medicine at my corner store for me to go and instantly be able to cope with this and then get back into my craft. And so I decided to do it that way, legally, not illegally. And since these, I guess, protocols were written back when the Greek motherfuckers was in the Olympics, then we just gotta, we gotta, you know, oblige. Not that, you know, okay, the world is changing. Thank you, Darnell. The world is changing. Certain people that might be coming to try out, they might have a, a system full of weed, you know what I mean? And, and we just might have to, when they get their test, look at them as opposed to where they are and where everybody else is and be like, oh, okay, you live in Oregon, the weed is okay for you. If you in Texas and you go <laughs> and you go and try for the Olympics in Texas and they get your ass in Texas, we on your ass, bro. Double time because 
Now you disappointed us as a culture. But with Shakari, it's not like it's not the same thing, and that's why it's it's a little bit more sour because I think I think the I think the argument is really like just like juris jurisdiction or like local and federal law. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like you got, you know, whatever world regulations or the U.S. Olympics inside the United States regulations, but then you have this umbrella of like the actual world. And so it's in the Olympics. Then I need you to go and get Amsterdam's bylaws <laughs> and bring them over here and bring everybody in Amsterdam who's trying out for the Olympics. We need to see their specimens too. They better not have a lick of heroin. heroin. They better not have a lick of nothing else. Opium. None, uh, Xanax, none of that shit. <laughs> they better not have none of that shit. And if you can prove that to me, you can bring that to me, then okay, we'll we'll sit our little and fasten nigger down. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we'll, we'll give her we'll give her, her reprimands in private, and then she'll come back 25 years old and kick y'all ass. But until then, bro, like I said earlier, suck my dick, man. I'm sorry. All right, so check this out. So pulling away from the marijuana conversation and going back to the transgender situation, I pulled this article up from a C, uh, CNBC News, uh, January 5th, 2021, uh, talking about uh, transgender, like you're a woman, like, is there really advantage of you competing? And then I used the year analogy before I pulled this article up. I used the, like, is it even really that much of a difference or depending on like however long you've been like transgender. A new study suggests transgender women maintain an athletic advantage over their cisgender peers even after a year on hormone therapy. The results published last month in the British Journal of Sports Medicine could mean the current one year waiting period for Olympic athletes who are transitioning is inadequate. Uh, and they kind of like ran studies and used like people who were transgender, like in the military and so on and so forth. So just that little quick snippet of an article would suggest that like, even in sedations, I was waiting for you to come back. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, so yeah, if y'all want to go read this article again, it's uh, by CNBC News uh, by a Dan Avery, D-A-N-A-V-E-R-Y. Uh, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I think I think these will be my last words on, on this episode. Cause I'm gonna bring it all together for me and where I stand. And and it, it goes to what Christian is saying, and it goes to what Darnell is saying, both at the same time. The world is changing. It's so much fucking shit happening. How could you really even govern anything at this moment? Like how how could you really even like say this is the way we need to be? or this is the way that we need to be, or this is the way we need to be collectively. Right now, it's like whatever it is that's floating your boat, live and let live at this point, because they're going to be people that disagree with what Darnell is saying. They're going to be people that disagree with what Christian is saying. And if this girl is, I'm sorry to harp on this, Edward, but if this girl is smoking her blood because her mom died, and then this, this, this man has did the transition and has went through two, three, four plus years of doing the hormone therapy, who is who to say what who and who should be doing? Because we don't know if he even went through any hormone therapy. You know what I mean? Or we don't even know if they require him to show documentation that he's gone and did hormone therapy sessions before he can run in the Olympics. We don't know what the fuck 
We just know whatever is broadcasted to us. And I want to say this, do not allow the television programming to infiltrate your brain. Use your brain. The social media programming. Thank you. Thank you, Edward. You know what I'm saying? Listen, listen to Black Peace. Black Peace is talking that shit. Go follow uh, Christian on Twitter. He's going to make your ass mad, but at the same time, going to make you accountable. And that's what needs to happen in today's society. That's not happening no more. Nobody's holding nobody accountable, but everybody's fucking entitled to say something about someone else's life. Stop that shit, people. And uh, as our reverend uh, gave us that beautiful ending of a sermon, I would also like to add uh, and a revelation that I think if God came back and remade the Bible, this uh, scripture would be somewhere in Proverbs. And it simply says, fellas, don't let a $7 sundress cost you $70,000 in child support this summer. Um, so I'll leave that with y'all. Uh, we didn't get to get to uh, Brianna McNeil, but uh, again, if you're going to be a part of this podcast, uh, going to be a fan, we encourage y'all to not limit your uh, quote-unquote information to uh, social media snapshots and snippets. Um, go research, read two or three articles if you can, um, and come back later and discuss uh, discuss the conversation with us. Uh, get in the comments, uh, whether you like the conversation, hated the conversation, we truly hope that you respected the conversation. No, get in the comments about Brianna McNeil. Sorry to cut you off, brother. Get in the comments. If you're watching, if you're going to watch, get in the comments about Brianna McNeil. We do need to talk about that. That is serious because this just past voting that we did, they had a whole state decide that women can't fucking have an abortion. And there was not one man on this goddamn voters panel, but all of them decided, oh yeah, y'all women don't do that shit no more. So we're not gonna we're not gonna revisit that because I see Christian looking at me. Get in the comments so me and Christian can comment to y'all in the comments. <laughs> me and him gonna get into it with y'all in the comments. And- and as a as a teaser for next week's episode, uh, Sedacia said whatever lo- the law that just passed on abortion was like had to do with the, f- excuse me, a face full of men. Uh, Brianna McNeil dealing with her situation as it relates to a, uh, an abortion and that having something to do with uh, tampering with uh, her getting a drug test. Uh, the board that she had to go before for appeals was full of men as well. Uh, so. Just a little snippet as we uh, get into that next week, uh, which I can't wait. I hate we didn't get to it this week, but I didn't want to prolong. We still got great conversation. Hey, man. Hey, hey. Ellen, 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 dog. We had a short pod last week, dog. We did. We might as well just get into it, bro. No, bro. You don't watch the game. It's halftime? You're not a basketballer. That's why you said that. It's Hey, I, I, I just know. gotta get off by eleven because I got an assignment to turn in by eleven for the night. Bro, just no, just no, just get yours because this is what it, it's 10-14 for you now. So you got to turn it in by we got to turn it in by midnight. I got forty-five minutes. Nah, nah, bro, let's just wait till next week. No, so wait, wait. It, it may be a developing story on top of that. Who knows? We don't know. Wait, wait. Maybe. So wait, can we can we just do two takes? Because if your take is different from my take on that, then I won't respond. I mean, but if y'all both saying y'all take this, like talking about it, <laughs> bro, that's, like, that's like doing it. Yo, <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right.
right, I'll, I'll set it up for the fans because at this point, if we end it, they'll probably think we're some hard ass niggas. All right, so yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. All right, so uh, Brianna McNeil. Damn, we talking about this. All right, <laughs> bro. No, no, we're not talking about it. We're supposed no. to get the comments. Yeah. I don't know. All right, no, Christian, you do your take. Edward, you out of here? I don't know. I don't know that much about it. That's why. That's why. I, that's he ready to talk about it like he knows. <laughs> no, because the, the information I'm hearing right now is like, oh snap, this is some good stuff. What's it? Oh no, uh, no, it, no. Okay, so. All right, I'll, I'll set, I'll, how about this? How about this? All right, I'll set it up depending on the length because we like in like 55 minutes, right? So it gives us like a 10-minute window to try to have an hour, 15-minute episode. If it runs long, I'll just cut it in half okay. and make it an episode by itself. All right, so Brianna McNeil, right? So after you had Shakira Richardson, we uh, talked about the transgender women uh, with the powerlifting. Uh, now we have uh, to the forefront of uh, Brianna McNeil. Who is Brianna McNeil? Well, Brianna McNeil is an African American uh, woman who has a uh, prior gold medal. I want to say in Rio back in 2016 uh, for the 100 meter hurdles. Uh, she is uh, now 29 years old. She just received a five year ban from the Olympics for this current Olympics coming up in Tokyo for 2021. And it will also uh, exempt, uh, also disqualify her from competing in the uh, Paris Olympics of 2024, right? Uh, Emacs X, why is she uh, being banned from the Olympics? Uh, she is being banned. I'm reading this uh, from yahoo.com. She received a five-year ban because she was accused of tampering with the doping process after she missed a drug test in January of 2020. Yo, wait a minute. She should like what she missed it. She couldn't reschedule. Like, what's the big deal? Now, her reasoning for missing this drug test is because she had an abortion procedure done. Right. Okay, so does that mean like, like what does that mean? Like what what all goes into that, right? So she had this procedure. It's it. You have to listen closely again. If it sounds confusing, go read it for yourself. Reading this from USA Today, she underwent a surgery on January tenth, but the notes. She underwent a surgery on January 10th, but changed the notes to indicate that the procedure took place on January 11th, right? The test, the drug test that she had scheduled was for the next day, which is January 12th. So she had the abortion procedure on the 10th through the legal documentation of her trying to get an appeal for why she had missed the original drug test. She, she had put January 11th. And she had the drug test that she missed on January 12th. So the Olympic doping, anti-doping committee shows up to her home, knocking on the door. She doesn't answer. They rule that as like, you know, a violation. Yo, why didn't you answer what's going on? Yo, I just recently came off an abortion um, procedure. I was doped up, sedated, still kind of recovering from that mentally. I didn't hear anyone knocking at my door. All right, so your doctors and stuff like that, they said that 
on their notes or their paperwork that you submitted to us voluntarily, you had this abortion procedure on the 10th. Why did you then change it and say you had it on the 11th? That was a bad day for me. I was recovering from the day before. I was mentally out of it. I mean, I assume I thought they had it wrong. I was still kind of like on my meds from that procedure. It's, it's a lot that goes on to that traumatic experience. I was recovering. I was out of it. Yeah, we're not going to go for that because we just we just feel like you're really just trying to manipulate when you actually had this. And that's the reason why you didn't actually show up on the 12th to answer the door when we were knocking for you to take the anti-drug test. Um, and so uh, quoting, quoting, uh, hold on, let me make sure I'm reading this correctly. So uh, also uh, from a Yahoo, Yahoo or uh, USA, I'm not sure which one this was from, but uh, the uh, anti-doping committee, committee felt that the wrong date listed for the abortion was done intentionally to deceive the anti-doping officials and avoid being penalized for missing the drug test. Um, again, the actual uh, abortion procedure happened on the 10th. She said it happened on the 11th. She missed her drug test on the uh, 12th. Now, all of this could seem like, yo, big misunderstand mi misunderstanding. I'm not a woman, get that woman some slack. Like, yo, like, come on, bro, it's an abortion. That's already a tough procedure. And like, she a woman. So who's to say she wanted her business out there like that to begin with? And she admitted that she actually did the abortion so that she could be able to compete in the Olympics coming up. You know what I'm saying? But again, if you're gonna be a part of this, this, this uh, fan base of a podcast, you gotta go do your research and read two or three articles if you can. So, you would think that if this, if this was a first-time offense, it should be water under the bridge. She should be given some grace. But in 2017, she also um, had a had a situation where she was banned for a year because she failed to show up for a drug test. So, so this particular situation wasn't just wasn't a first-time offense. Um, I want to I want let me see how long it is. All right. So, and since this process. She, she, she originally uh, applied for an appeal, and that's why she was able to compete in the Olympic trials, right. just, in just in case they clear her to play. If she, if she placed in the top three, she could go on to Tokyo. Right. This was during the appeal process. During the appeal process. So, uh, so she, wrote, she wrote out this on Twitter or Instagram. I sat through two hearing, I sat through two hearing hills in April, blah, blah, blah. I sat through two hearings held April 2021 and July 2021 and listened to white European men tell me how my experience doesn't match their perspective. They criticized me and overly judged my decision-making, completely ignoring the fact that I was under physical and mental trauma after undergoing an abortion. And that, that is, that's, and that I was not in the right mental capacity when making certain decisions. They never expressed sympathy with my situation. At my second hearing, they even brought in a clinical psychiatrist to undermine my mental health. I watched them try to discredit my doctor we used to testify about abortion stigma. I couldn't stop thinking to myself, how could these men tell me what type of experience I should have had? How can these men 
who would never in a million years be in my shoes tell me anything I should be going through. So instead of being met with some sort of compassion and understanding, I was being interrogated and stigmatized. Uh, and mind you, this is only because she missed the drug test. It's not because she actually took a test and they found some. Not took it. Took or she, you know, and they found some in her system or anything. It's only no. because she didn't take it the day that it was scheduled for her to take. Um, mm -hmm. And there was also another quote from another article where uh, the anti-doping um, committee or whatever said that, like, the in between that date, those dates of January 10th, 11th, and 12th. They said that they looked at her social media activity and it would suggest that she wasn't all out of it as she would suggest that she was. Um, so, so that's every that I believe I believe I did my right my job and giving y'all every spectrum every side of it. Um, if I'm if I were accidentally leaving something out, I don't think it would take away from all the meat and potatoes that I gave you. I may have forgot to give you a straw with your drink. If so, I apologize. I'll go back and bring that back later. Um, but yeah, there you go. Oh, so you forgot to mention that they denied her appeal for no documentation whatsoever. They denied well, her with no documentation. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. And again, and again, here, and don't think she's 29 years old and she has a five-year ban, so she's going to miss the again the 2021 Tokyo Olympics and the 2024 Paris Olympics, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Tenacious, you want to go first? No, you go. You got it. <laughs> hey, I wish I had the Kevin Samuels, Bruh. I mean, okay. First off, I have no patience, none whatsoever, for the. You're a man, you don't understand my experience. Bull crap. Bull. Bull shiz nazo. Right? Uh, you, there, there's a technicality, right? There is a, hey, you're supposed to show up at, at X time. We already are skeptical of you because of something that happened in the past. So we're looking at you with skepticism. And you don't show up. Then we look and see, hey, there's some something fishy going on with the paperwork. And so it doesn't matter what you went through the days before and all that stuff. There's something other in your history that shows a pattern of you not going along with what we got going on here. Beyond all the other stuff, I'm not here to tell you what you should and should not do with your body. I'm not here to tell you what moral uh, uh, compass that you should have regard to that. I'm here to say that in the past, we were trying to get something done. We couldn't get it done. There were some issues with it. So we came a second time thinking, hey, just look out. There might be something. And then there comes something. Not only do you miss, paperwork's not right. Oh, oh snap. You know, you said, well, maybe this, maybe that, da, da, da. Maybe we're looking on social media. Hey, you know what? It's not all adding up. Out, out this year, out, out uh, next one. We'll see you in five years. I, I don't have no, I have no sympathy for this woman at all. I have no, uh, no, uh, none. No, there's nothing that anybody can say to get me to change my stance on this. No. Uh, uh, again, you need to go back. This woman needs to go back. Listen to the listen to the first part of the podcast. There's a woman, eight years, you're, you're a junior. 
who knows how to handle the situation. Hey, I effed up. I'll see y'all next time. That's how you need to handle the situation. You ain't going to get nowhere talking about how the white European man doesn't understand my experience. Hey, before you go, there's one thing that I've noticed early before, like, we get on, like, the mainstream of, like, podcasting is that, like, us is, like, you know, us, like, growing together more and more as, like, brothers, like, episode by episode is, like, you're going to think we're very comfortable standing next to fire on this. <laughs> but you're good. Go, Sedation. <laughs> All right. So uh, that's easy. Thank you, Christian. Uh, you're, you're both right and wrong. Um, you're right when it comes to if you've already fucked up before, you need to be on double time next time going in there. I will give you that nine, ten times out of ten every time. Uh, where I feel like you're wrong is not being sympathetic to her being a woman. Um, simply for not, not because she's just a woman, but because we have no way of telling these women how to feel after abortions or what it be. But for the simple fact that she already had some shit going on before and she used this, like, she used the abortion and it, it kind of muddied some shit up again for her. Yeah, and I, like, I can see the optics show that, like, yo, you, you're creating a pattern. But at the same time, if it's been documented that she went and actually, in fact, got that abortion on the 10th, and they're not even giving, they like, well, you could have possibly been on meds and you could have possibly put the wrong date. But fuck that. We don't give a fuck. We have all our expertise who are not women at all to come and say, this is why you should have been over that shit on the 11th. You got the abortion on the 10th. We got this specialist, the specialist to say you should have been over that shit by the 11th. And it's like, no one can tell no no woman. Like, like we can't tell them, you know what I mean, when they should have been over the shit. Yeah, she should have been on top of her shit a little bit more, given the fact that she had that shit coming up and she's getting ready to do an abortion with, with all of those dates being close. Yeah, she could, she probably should have did a better job of structuring that, planning that itinerary out. But going into the process of the appeal, I, like, like I, uh, this is a, it's called an appeal for a reason. You're not supposed to be like extra, extra judgy and extra, extra stern on the appeal. The appeal is where you go and listen to both sides, kind of iron everything out. And then you go and be like, look here, bitch, can you do the drug test today? And when you don't even give her that one, that's what it's like. Uh, I I can't necessarily say y'all not trying to keep her. I think I think I think I see, I hear what you're saying and I understand it, but I think like the word appeal is a very slippery slippery slope. Appeal don't mean like you guarantee anything. No, it don't. But we she but but what I said is they said no, and we have no documentation. Now to go through something as rigorous as her appeal system, as her appeal process, and then at the end of it be like. You can't compete, and we got no reason for you. Like, come on, kid. Come on, kid. Like, and then she went through an abortion. You know what I mean? You know, she had to go through the emotions of having an abortion to probably have to go and get her. Wait, they said they said that they don't. They're not giving her a reason why they. So it's a yeah. It's a it's it's the 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 judge ruled the appeal denied without no documentation as to why. Is what I read on NBC Sports. Okay, well, I mean, 
I don't, I don't, I don't know how we want to label like no documentation, but from what I was getting, um, is they just basically feels like she's uh deceived. She was being deceiving with like the date switch up as a way to like opt out as a why she didn't actually show up on the, the scheduled day to take. It's her fuck up. It's her fuck up. Yeah. It's her fuck up. It's her. Don't do that shit. But now I want to appeal that fuck. through that process to appeal the five-year ban because while i'm going through the process of appealing the five-year ban i'm gonna try out i'm gonna do this because if y'all fuck around and appeal it for me when i'm thinking should happen for me you know what i'm saying y'all heard me talk yeah. about me having an abortion you heard me say that i was doped up you heard me say that i was confused i'm thinking that maybe you're going to provide me a little bit of leeway <laughs> nah, so it's, I'm it's gonna like go and try out i'm gonna go and try out and thinking that i'm gonna make it to where i'm gonna make it to Try out, I kill. I fucking kill. Yeah. yeah. And then you tell me, uh, yeah, no, you're not. But here's the thing, real quick. I don't I understand where you're coming from all the way, but like as it relates to this this situation, like I equate it to like, all right, that we're you're using the word appeal, right? And like, oh well, they didn't give her a reason why they didn't like approve her appeal. Like it's almost like uh it's almost like a challenge of a technical foul or a challenge play in the NFL. Like, if if we're not going to reverse the call, the play stands. It is what it is. Like, there's no explanation today. Like, we're keeping it the same. That ain't, that ain't the logistics of having an appeal, though. I, we we appeal on the grounds of ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba. We don't um, – we deny the appeal, and, yeah, you, you deal with that. That ain't how, you know what I'm saying, the, the logistics work. That's, that's just for, – for me, knowing legal shit, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? When you get a letter, they bring, don't say. We might have to bring uh, Stacey Childs Esquire back on uh, to uh, to figure that one out. Hey, just real real quick though, I just want to say, I just want to respond to this. I'm not trying to tell her me, and I don't think the the, the white European men that were that were uh, that were doing her case, I don't think that they are trying to tell her how to feel about uh, her experience uh, after uh, a traumatic experience like abortion. I'm not trying to do that. I don't think any of them are trying to do that. I don't know them, but I'm saying I'm not trying to do that. What I am doing is I am not factoring that into your responsibility. Here's, here's something that, and I'm a, I'm, I'm really going to get us all canceled. So, Elway, this is executive. Yeah, yeah, you, you are. If you yeah, you are. You're not going to get us canceled, though. Don't get <laughs> ready to say. Right? That's the problem. Women. When you when you come into male spaces, right, you have to abide by the rules. It is, it is what it is. It is what it is, right? Uh, when it was only men competing, and it was only men in the boardroom, when it was only men doing whatever, da, 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 right? There were certain rules that were put in place. You say, hey, this is how we're going to compete. This is how we're going to do things, da, 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 right? It is what it is. Don't don't come in here and say, well, hey, now you have to consider. Because the reason you got there was said, we can do what men can do. Okay, then come do what men can do. If 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 Sedacious comes in and says, Hey, I had a bad day, I I I, I missed it. My bad. My mama died. I got beat up. Whatever. I got in a car accident. Whatever. They're gonna look at him and say, Hey, you knew what day this was, you you had to be here. And he can cry all he wants to about his experience of his car accident or his mama dying or him getting shot. 
and they're gonna say, I don't care. And so, uh, you know, uh, because that's relevant to you had something you had to do, you had to be here. So uh, that's 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 all I gotta say. So you can decide if you want to cut that out or, or not, but uh, <laughs> no, 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 leave that in, bro, because I feel like that right there is a problem with the world all to all the way around. And while we'll always be divided, is because. Men who have run the world, and we get they get me too at this moment too. Like they they're thinking with that chauvinistic mindset that you 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 you've come into this man's space. It's like nah, nigga, we're fucking equal. It's like it's not a man's space no more. It's everybody's space. I'm saying it. So since everybody has to go through certain things, as women, bro, men have to understand that we don't have woman bodies. So that Here's is the thing, something though. that we can really put a timetable on. An abortion is not nothing you can put a timetable on. As far as my mom dying or I got into a car accident two days ago, that's some crazy. I'm not shit. trying to put a. I'm not trying to put a timeline on an abortion. I'm not trying to put a timeline on an abortion. What I'm trying to say is that anybody, anybody, if you want to be treated like an equal, I'm going to treat you like an equal. You just said that. You said we're equals. Okay, mm -hmm. if we're equals. When something bad happens to you, when you go through a traumatic experience, even something like you getting shot, if you're able to walk and get up, you, you're supposed to be so, here. So, wait, wait, you're equating everything to, you're equating everything to an abortion. And you can't do that because you're not a man. Okay, okay. So, uh, again, so either, either, either sedacious, either we're equals or we're not. Either we are or we're not. So if we're equals, we got the same. If we're equals, we got the same standard. If something bad happens to you, if you go through a traumatic experience, and I expect you to be here on the, on X date, or you be able to, or you at least let us know what's going on on X date, then that needs to happen. It doesn't matter what happens to you, so, like I tell so, everybody else. So let me like let me interject, Christian. So like I don't know if like the conversation or the topic is like changing in terms of just like your personal view on the whole we want women are equal or women want to be equal to men. Like, are you just like, do you have a vendetta with that quote or like that stance of America or like, cause I feel like it's like shifted from. I don't, I don't have a vendetta with it. What I, what I have a vendetta with is uh, when, when I, when I see or hear, hear women, uh, when they, when they, they want to be treated the same, like, Hey, we can do this. But then once they get there, they try to change the rules. And it's like, wait a second, either you either you're the same or you're not. And 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 we need to deal with that reality. Either and that's a and and, and the right now, the way you're talking is as if you're talking about all women, which I don't think you are. I think you're just talking to a specific group of women who feel like treat us the same as y'all treat men. Yes. Well, well, well. I, I have I'm to. Just trying to help you walk through it. That's all. That, that's fine. You get. I, I don't. I don't mind if I get beat up on this. That's fine. I'll get beat up on it. I'm. I'm lumping all women in together because because. Uh, it's not saving them. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not saving them. Uh, the, re the reason why I'm, why I'm lumping all women together is because. Uh, also, too. Hey, look. I. 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 I treat my daughter as if. She can do whatever she wants to do. The way I would treat my son, I treat my daughter. When she falls, right, I pick her up. I ask her, hey, did you get up? And what happened? I fell. Okay, did you get up? 
Yes, that's all that matters. You got up. I'm not worried about you falling. You fall, you got to get back up. That's how I treat my daughter because I feel like she could do whatever my son will be able to do, right? She has the same rules, the same standard. If that's how we're going to play it, if we're going to say that, hey, we're equal, all right, let's be equal. Or if we're going to say that, hey, look, we're not, then, then deal with that reality. But when you come into a space and there's a, there's a particular standard, you got to rise up to the standard. I'm going to say this. I'm gonna say this as it relates to that situation revolved around uh, Brianna Brianna McNeil. Um, in terms of like, I won't question like I mean yeah it sucks like she messed up right. Um, like I said, I read something that said like she actually had the abortion so she could compete for the Olympics, you know. And I believe she's also married, so. I'm not just that, like that was an easy decision. Like it is what it is. Like how oh, she got abortion. You know what I'm saying so. Like to sacrifice your child for something you hope to have done, and now you can't even do it for the next five years or the next two Olympics coming up. Because niggas that, feel like you're supposed to be equal. That sucks. But what what I I have a question for for the both of y'all. I'm gonna ask it, but I'm gonna say something afterwards. <laughs> When is it okay to change rules? Like, I understand, like, yo, this is what it is. This is what it's always been. Obviously, we live in a world and the world ain't going to be perfect. I understand that, and I'm not, I'm not even going to come close to disputing that. But is it ever okay to look at a, an establishment or a, a certain set of rules to be like, just because that's been the same way it's always been doesn't mean it's right. It should be changed. Like, when is it okay to change or how should we go about trying to change it? And just in general, what if we want to talk, make it pertain to this conversation, fine. But and listening to her quote and saying it could have been a bunch of black men she was talking about. I'm not phased at the fact that she said a bunch of like European men. Maybe if it was a group of black, maybe if it was a group of black men, they would have felt like, all right, we want to look out for this black woman, right? But I think there should. I would like to see. I think on the behalf of the benefit of women, whether they claim it to be equal or not, oh, when you talk do about don't do that. When you talk about, and if y'all have a problem with us talking about women and we don't have women on our pocket, just forgive us. Like, give give us some grace, please. Um, we have shown women, we show women love on this podcast. We may bring one uh, back on to help us talk through this, depending on how it goes. But as it relates to the Olympics and this situation with Brianna McNeil, I think there should now be steps for women before her coming along. And we talk about how uh, we talk about how, like you know, like Alice, Alice and Felix just recently had a baby, and you know, and she. Had, I mean, I think it it happened before the Olympics or whatever. But like, if there's only men in these situations dealing with Brianna uh, McNeil, I think like we should be like, yo, we need to get women in this position. Now, if women are in this position and they still feel the same way, hey. It is what it is at that point. But I do think there's a big piece of like validity and being like, they probably gave her nobody's thought of a second chance or an appeal because like they men and they could care less what she what she proclaimed to be going through. And I don't like I don't like I don't think we could tell women what it's like to be a man. And I don't think we as men can assume or even fathom what it's like to actually be a woman. You know what I'm saying? You would so think a I, racist white man, if he wasn't racist, would want to do his best and like maybe like give some leniency to show that he ain't racist, but it's just like, nah, I'm, 
I'm just gonna do what I gotta do. I can I can hide behind the fact that I got these rules, but you know you're not racist. Yeah, I, I just, I, I, I think. I don't I, think it was a racist thing. I don't think it was racist either. Yeah, to, to answer your question real quick, Edward, uh, is there ever a, ch uh, a time to change rules? Yeah, sure. There's, there, yeah, sure. All right, not, uh, you know, that. yeah, sure, there's a time to change rules, right? But I think, uh, and there's a time to change standards. Uh, but I think at the end of the day, especially for this particular situation and for many situations, right, the the way that anybody else would be treated the, the the thing is that we try to make every situation subjective we try to make every situation like oh uh you know they're doing this because of that they're doing this because of that doing this because of that right when there was a time before us a couple of generations before where black folks only wanted objective standards because they feared that when there was subjective standards that we were getting the wrong end of those. So they said, hey, let's give us all the same objective standards. As long as we all get the same objective standard, standard, then we would know if we made it or not based off of what we had going on. These men tried to use that, and now it's an issue. Hey, you're supposed to be here. We weren't satisfied with your reason for, for not being here. You, you're done. Objective standard. Even if you don't want to show Brianna McNeil any type of grace in this situation, I'm talking about you or you, Christian or Sedation, just anybody out there. I think moving forward, we got to get women in those rooms. Moving forward, whether it's on the on the rule committee, on the appeal committee, dealing with women, I think women need to be in the room. That's just my personal opinion. To your to your to answer your question, Edward, it's it's still old dudes repping the NBA and the NFL. And I still be like, what the fuck? Why the fuck we still got these old niggas repping me? <laughs> young ass, fast ass motherfuckers. <laughs> I'm calling like 15 fouls that none of these old ass motherfuckers is singing. Hey, hey, hold on, hold on, man. I ain't gonna let you do that to the NFL. You had a you had a you had a white woman uh ref in the uh Super Bowl, and I think you had a black woman in the playoffs. Yeah. So they, but, they, but, they, but the majority of them is what? The majority of them are men, but they just but they, women just got there. They old as fuck. I'm not talking about shit changing. I'm talking about I'm not talking about men and women. I'm talking about shit changing and needs to be changing because I'm tired of seeing referees fall on the floor in, in goddamn NBA. You know what I'm, I'm tired of seeing NFL referees get hit with the ball and shit. Like, bro, get out the way. You know yeah. what I mean? So, yes, uh, I think shits needs to be shit needs to be ever changing, always evolving. Like. If you ain't comfortable with change, then, you know, it's just going to roll over you. And so... I mean, um, some people don't have to be comfortable with change because the current state of the rules benefit them the most, so why change it? Exactly. Exactly. But we, they coming for your ass, too. Don't think you finna sit free. They coming for your ass. And what just, you say? Now we on your ass. Hey, hey, You're comfortable I, now, I, but boy. I'll always, be, I'll always be here to defend the old tried and true. Nigga. Bro, you're going to be, boy, because I'm saying, it's, they, they out here, boy. Yeah, they man. Here. The women um, in the LGBTQ community have teamed up, and we are in trouble. They come to the game, bro. I'm pissed off. Everybody pissed off. Black folks are pissed off. Women and LGBTQ, boy. Bro. Hey, so. Yeah, I went in magnifying. Uh, women, I need y'all to know before Edward signed us off that I understand someone on the Respect the Game podcast understands that we would never have an abortion 
We can't talk about that shit whatsoever. And the fact that we would ever try to, please forgive us. I apologize in advance. I'm done. Uh, and to all the women, I'm gonna tell you like I tell my wife. It don't matter if we understand or not. Forget us. We don't care. We don't. I mean, we don't. We don't matter. Y'all, y'all, y'all are y'all are in control of your own world. Forget us. Forget what we think. Do what you want to do. Until Forget us. Deny the appeal. Until we deny the appeal. Then, <laughs> y'all coming for it. Yeah, man. Get some women in those boardrooms to kind of govern the women's uh, rules in the Olympics. Uh, but yeah, uh, beautiful people. Thank y'all for uh, listening to us. Uh, yeah, man. If please, whether you hate it or love it, please comment, uh, retweet, get on our ass, whatever the case may be. Just give us some love in the comments. We're gonna take it all as we continue on the grow. Uh, don't take y'all listening for granted. And again, if you're going to continue being a uh, a uh, a true fan of the podcast. Don't limit your quote unquote research and information to snapshots and uh snapchats of uh Instagram and Twitter posts. Right. Thank you, beautiful people. We'll see you next week. This is the Respect the Game podcast. <laughs>